On this, the next GMG VGBCSC or the Good Morning Guys Video Game Book Club spoiler cast of the year for the 2018 GOAT, God of War. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we thunder our way through the story, rage in good and bad ways about the gameplay, collectibles, and enemies, especially those pesky Valkyries that froze us out from progressing towards the Platinum Trophy at times. Amidst, of course, our usual Game of Life discussions, along with the other games we love to watch and play. I am one of your four hosts, the Brazilian Viking and Transition Demigod, Lucas Ham Swisher. Also with me, the other member of the usual GMG Quadfecta, the judge, the jury, and the the executioner of the Nine Realms, uh, Odin's boy, Patrick Novacell. So that means I'm Thor? Yes. Yeah. Let's go. I almost called you Patrick Nova. Wait, Novasaur. But I thought that sounded Novasaur. Like, that's like, a, di- like, a dinosaur? Like a dinosaur, exactly. Uh, a new dinosaur has been unearthed over that's in right. Egypt. The new Novasaur. <laughs> All right. But wait, Patrick and I are not alone as we have not one, but two guests with us today. First, our Iwanese streamer and seer who may have the wisdom of Mimir, but thankfully is not just a pretty face or in disembodied head. The Baconator himself, Tim Pollen. Shut up, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Tim. Uh, and finally, last but not certainly not least, our resident Canadian dwarf, the Grandpa Dribbler himself, and the true god of war with every single platinum from every game in the series, Chris the Rock Kerwin. Hey, everybody. Hey, Chris. Good to have you here, bud. All right, guys. Well, welcome to the show. We are excited to have you, Tim and Chris, uh, for us to take some time to spoil the bajangles out of God of War, talk about its glory, why it's the goat, uh, all good things. But of course, we can be honest and share uh, some of our maybe negative thoughts or reviews or those kind of things. So to start us out, as always, we like to do a spoiler-free review and rating, kind of sharing just some general thoughts, some of the highlights without giving away any of the spoilery stuff. Um, And we're going to start with Patrick. We're going to do like a a GMG sandwich where Patrick and I are going to start and end it. And then Tim and Chris, you guys will go in the middle and uh, we'll just let you do paper, rock, scissors to see who goes after Patrick. You guys are in the middle of the GMG sandwich. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're on the edge of the bed and you guys are in the middle. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I mean it's I mean it makes sense. Who's, Tim's who's got all the peanut that butter and who's the jam? Mm-hmm. Chris, we're not getting paid enough for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are definitely not getting paid enough. Speaking sure. of peanut butter, God of War. I'm not yes. a transition ninja. Okay. Uh, I was like, wait, I really want to hear the connection about that. You didn't see that Easter egg about peanut butter? No. Um yeah, this game this game was was great. I loved the the story. I'm a story guy, and this really had uh, a story throughout. Like the old old older God of War games were basically just you know button mashers going after enemy after enemy, um, and there was a little bit of a story. Um, but this one was more fleshed out. There was that motion capture throughout the entire 
uh, game. There were just small little collectibles and things like that, that, that kind of expanded the story. And this was like in a whole different kind of universe with it being in the Greek, was it, it was the Greek gods in the first one. And then Mm -hmm. when now we're in the Norse mythology in this one, and it was, it was, it was a nice change. I really liked that. Uh, I love the over the shoulder third person kind of games. That's my jam. Mm-hmm. And when they went from the traditional button masher to this and more of like a, an uncharted kind of feel, a tomb Raider kind of feel with the over, over the shoulder and more on the, the, the story than the gameplay, even that the gameplay for this, for this was really awesome. Um, the RPG RPG mechanics and being able to upgrade your armor and your skills and the skill trees that those were missing in the previous games. Uh, this, this, the, the story was great throughout the ending was fantastic. Um, yeah, I absolutely love this game. I have no, nothing really, um, bad about this game. It was one of my greatest games of all time. The one we did our, our uh, top 100 list Yep. Was this the game that was number one, or was it number two? I think it was number t- two, if not three. I don't yeah. think it, it definitely wasn't number one. That was super. No, it was number. Th- I think it was number three because Rocket League was number two. Okay, Super yeah. Mario Brothers three was number one. So the number three rated game all time by the GMG guys. So it's, that's that's all you really need to know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, loved it. Nice. All right. Did you guys do paper, rock, scissors? Who's going next? Chris lost. He's going first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's true. It's true. Um, all right. So <clears throat> before coming uh, to that game, I realized I had five of the Platinums and I-, I couldn't go into it without getting the other one, which was a, a bit of a chore five years later or, or seven years later uh for, for that one and and i decided to squeeze it in between two of the gmgv gbc games mm-hmm. and it, it was um uh it, it it was a bit of a uh of a stress at one point because it it, it took me a chunk of time and i wasn't sure it it, it took me longer than i expected to beat god of war 2018 which is a, a great thing um basically it's completely different as you said to the previous six games the other mm-hmm. ones were butt mashers uh kratos was just angry all the time it felt like they they press reset way too many times for the story the, the story was getting really ridiculous you yeah. end one of the games really strong and then something happens and you lose all your powers again and you start from scratch and you start getting stronger and stronger. So I feel like yep. this game, they did it differently. Instead of, um, of making you stronger, uh, it's all about the gear. So basically, yep. if you remove the gear, you're at the same strength as the beginning, beginning of the game. And I find that this little attention to detail, and, and it made much more sense and it was uh, much appreciated. It was really cool the combat i have to say i did like the combat from the previous games in terms of um learning combos when to dodge and everything um i i was a a big fan of the previous games um 
So I, I really enjoy the combat from the 2018, but it's not, um, it, it's in line with what I would expect for five years later with all, all the uh, advancements um, mm-hmm. developers have made. So it was, it was amazing combat, but I didn't really expect any less. That's not mm-hmm. what surprised me. It's really the story, which was a hundred times better than uh, all of the previous games. The, the other ones, you know, the story was laughable. Um, it, it, it took itself seriously. I'm sure the, the developers were very tongue in cheek about it, but it didn't show in the game. It was very serious and ridiculous at the same time. Uh, Calliope. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, he, he, you know the, the the story is really what makes this guy th- this game shine. Uh, <clears throat> in terms of personal t- taste, that's really personal. But I I found that the main story uh, was a bit too puzzle heavy and not enough combat for my taste. Okay. Uh, I, I love all the story bits. That I, I couldn't get enough of that. Um, I, I I guess I do play a bit tired sometimes so when if if i get lost and i need to figure out what i need to do instead of just pushing the story or beating uh, enemies up those those are not my favorite parts and for the 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 amount of combat um uh was was a bit low to my taste uh for the for the main for, for the main story uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about end game content later, but for the, the main story was a bit, uh, low, low on combat. I popped the 1000 enemies killed trophy after 30 hours, which was really surprising to me compared to other games where you'd pop that in 10 minutes, you know, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. It's, it's really funny at times. They have characters in there that make it really really funny uh, at the same time you have in uh, a very likable story but it's it's got it's funny really funny bits too uh finally kratos actor's name is also uh, christopher so that's a plus oh, there uh, you for me oh yeah. you go after those okay <laughs> and uh so yeah 63 hours total so i i give it nine valkyries out of ten all right nice nice Oh, Patrick, I didn't give a ranking give, for give me. A, give a number. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 10. 10? 10 out of 10. 100 out of 100. 1,000 out of 1,000. 1,000 what? <laughs> Thousands. 1,000 out of 1,000 thousands? <laughs> yes. Wow. That is quite the endorsement. Right. <laughs> All right. Timmy Pollan. All share right. your spoiler-free thoughts with us, friend. Spoiler-free thoughts. Do you remember when they when they announced this game and they they basically did like the, with with the way they're announcing Ragnarok or whatever's going to be just the Omega symbol? And I was actually talking to a friend of mine when it came out, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not getting that game." I'm like, "I I played three because I started with three. I didn't play the earlier ones first. Oh, okay. And I'm like, I'm oh, not really? getting that game. And then they played then they played a a trailer. I'm like, "And yeah, I'm getting that game. I'm I'm <laughs> getting that." Beautiful yeah. trailer, gorgeous, and um, I echo what what Pat and Chris said. But the amazing part was this game never once had a loading screen, not yeah. once. They hid everything behind elevators and you know 
cracks when in the wall. <laughs> cracks. In yeah, the wall when you change rounds or or, or or those uh, uh, those little portals. Oh yeah. yeah. And you have to run. That's I, I realized at one point that those are hiding loading screens because you can stand in place and it'll appear. It's not you're not really walking to. Yeah, the the area you need to go. <laughs> I remember right. there was a time where I'm like running around and I'm like, "Is this ever going to pop? Like, what is happening? Where is it? Come on, <laughs> PS4, let's load. Let's let's go jump off this cliff. Oh yeah, did that so, a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I, game's not loading. Might as well just die. And, yeah. yeah. Well, what's this over here? You have to go look. There's, of but, course. Yeah, this game is gorgeous gorgeous and the, like i said i'd only played three before this one so i was coming from eh, it's a nice side scroller it's pretty linear and this is linear to to a point like when you're in certain areas you know it's linear but there is still multiple ways you can go and then you turn around and go back the other way right it's, it's the uncharted thing where like if you're looking for collectibles if it's trying to force you this way you go the other way yeah Yep. You know, you just turn around and go, nah, there's something over there. But yep, yeah, go see what it is. It's the worst feeling when you do that and you actually are going the right way and it yeah. has a cutscene. You're like, <laughs> ah, dang it. <laughs> yeah. You chose unwisely. <laughs> yeah, this this hmm. uh, this game is incredible. It's a travesty that it's not number one on the GMG list. Uh, yep. We blame but Ronnie. It, Probably someone didn't play it, right? Yeah, Ronnie That's doesn't. Have, yeah, Ronnie didn't play it, and it was still number three. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, you should let us vote. And, and Tim, you, you <laughs> talked about the graphics, and I, I completely forgot to to mention it. I think I don't know, Pat, if you talked about how it looks, but oh my, this is really, really uh, a stunning game. And and mm-hmm. you know, with the the PS five updates in 4k um it, it was you know i would pause the game and go look close and it it, it looks so so good like what a beautiful game yeah and it's and it's crazy because the ps4 is looks amazing yeah. in and of itself it looks amazing yeah. on the ps4 yeah yep. and the ps5 it just and uh improves the crispness and the clearness and it's just like you can zoom in on a lot of things and it's not going to degrade the image and it's just like it the both both systems you know regardless of what you plan it on it needs to be played yes it, it's photo mode heaven sure is i mean and i don't take photos but i'm just like ah, let's spin this around look at oh my goodness right. i mean it's just drop dead gorgeous but yeah, i i remember is. starting it and the first you know spoiler it's not a spoiler you throw the axe for the first time and it comes back. Oof. Oh, yep. yeah, that sound. That sound is <laughs> yeah, amazing. Feeling. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Everything about it. So, yeah. Tim, you got a, what kind of rating would you give this game? It, the first playthrough would have been a nine. Uh, after our replay, it's a 10. Nice. Out of. Came back in. 2000. Oh, oh, ten out of ten thousand. Oh no, not good. Oh, no. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> ten out of ten, of course. <laughs> all right, all right. It's okay. Ten, Patrick ten confused you. Strips. Yeah, <laughs> ten bacon strips out of ten bacon yeah. strips. Well, that's kind of a dangerous rating system because then you're going to eat it. 
and then it's going to be zero out of 10 bacon strips because <laughs> you ate all the bacon. All right. So uh, for me, I'm just going to go ahead and give my rating 10 out of 10 lurking Ravens of Odin. Like it's, it's a wondrous game. Like I just, I love this game. Uh, I too, like, I think all of you, Patrick, I can't remember if you said, did you, you, you played the old games, right? The, the PS2 or the yeah, PS3? Yeah, I played one, two, three. I didn't, I did, the only game I had not played was Ascension. Yeah. And that's the one that Chris, I don't know if, if you had said it was actually Ascension, Chris, but just for those who are listening, that's the game you played right before you played yeah. God of War 2018, which I can't imagine the contrast of playing Ascension. I, I dusted off my PS3. Play oh yeah, you had to blow yeah. that and uh, on that baby like the, a Nintendo cartridge. That controller got me dying way too much, and I ended up playing with the the PS5 controller, the Dual Sense on the PS3. Oh. It doesn't work on oh, the really? PS4. <laughs> oh no it works way! On the PS3. What? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense that it doesn't play on it's a PS4, but it plays on the PS3. Probably because they blocked it with purpose on the PS4, right? Gosh, <laughs> but they, they they couldn't back engineer that to block it on ps3 i guess it, it needed to be wired but it controlled much better oh, and nice. it helped me because it's it's a, it's a hard game tip. ascension yeah 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 i'm about halfway through ascension i have gone back and played one two three well i played three twice but i played one and two and i'm halfway through ascension i didn't get yeah all the way done i also played three twice um because i played it on ps3 and i played it on ps4 but yep uh yeah i i discovered uh, when I rediscovered PlayStation for, I guess, the second time, uh, third time's a charm with PS3 is when I discovered PlayStation when I moved to Brazil, 2013. Um, but when I rediscovered PlayStation the second time with PlayStation 2, I, uh, I had taken breaks for whatever reason between it, each iteration of PlayStation. But when I played God of War, I was like, what is this game? And easily this became like a guilty pleasure game for me, like through God of War 1, God of War 2, and God of War 3. It was definitely not something someone would say, you're a pastor and you play that game. It's like <laughs> awkward conversations uh, when you see some of the things that happen in the old ones. And, and for me, you know, kind of a spoiler free thing is I appreciate the shift in uh, focus of the, this God of War. They, they took out the fluff. They took out, I think they took out the gratuitous violence, um, which was very much a part of the original. I mean, there's still like very violent, visceral, moments in the game but it's done so much i don't know more tastefully artistically um not gratuitously like it was in the old ones and you know some of the other stuff that you know was not particularly something i i wanted to really partake in but was a part of the old games which they totally took out the the sexual stuff so i was like thank you guys you just focused <laughs> on the right part of the story just get rid of this other stuff that was just like male macho whatever issues that we just don't need to deal with so i i, I once had my sister-in-law sleeping over and then and then the next day my wife asked me what were you watching like my sister was here we could hear everything oh my god <laughs> it was the game <laughs> it was the game that's all what yeah, were you so... playing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a quick time event yeah, the, yeah. Yes. The worst so, the worst part of those scenes was if you messed it up and then you had to do it again and again. <laughs> you're like, oh, I know there's a trophy attached to this. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I it. Just cover your <laughs> eyes. Tell me what button Awkward. to press. Tell me what button yeah. to press. Tell me what to do. And you win. 
All right. Uh, yeah. So this, this new one was just, it, just the total shift in uh, the depth of Kratos um, in terms of gameplay. I actually, you know, as much as I enjoyed the, the button, the mutton mashing, the button mashing of the, the old ones, I liked the subtlety of, of Kratos's gameplay in this one. Cause it felt mm-hmm. like he was maturing. It felt like he was maturing as a character, which he was in the story. I appreciate the depth of his character and then the depth of the, the fighting, like switching between, and I know you had the, the, the switching between weapons in the old one with the like powers you would get as you defeated bosses, like almost like the Mega Man kind of feel to it in the, in the originals. But I appreciate in this one that it was just pretty much maximizing the powers of, of uh, the two weapons that you had without giving any spoilers, but whatever those two weapons are, I won't say, but uh, yeah, it just was, it's just such a, a good game story. I can't really add much else to what you guys said because um, uh, you guys covered most of it. So with that, I think we're just going to jump right into it. Um, we did talk about the, uh, the original trilogy that we all played it for those that didn't play it. Pretty much the old games were like Devil May Cry mixed with The Witcher. And you play this guy Kratos, who's a Spartan warrior. He swears his life to the God of War Ares and then gets tricked into killing his family. And then he returns in kind and kills Ares. He then becomes the God of War and then decides he wants to destroy all the gods uh, of Greece. And so he opens Pandora's box. Well, he... Well, that actually happened in the first one. I'm getting mixed up. <laughs> he opens Pandora's box to defeat Ares. And then that like keeps becoming a theme to where uh, it infects all the gods with this evil, the evil that was in Pandora's box. And pretty much it's about Kratos destroying Greek gods and uh, Olympus. And uh, is, there's a lot of rage. Zeus is his dad. He kills him. By the way, we're talking spoilers. We gave our rating. You had long enough. No, we're not. We're not in the God of War. Uh, yeah, yeah that's yet. true. So we're, we're this good. is yeah. old game. Spoilers. Old yeah. War. Spoilers. The game from very old seven. Yeah, that's it's past the statute of limita- <laughs> yeah. limitations. If you're listening so. to this spoiler cast, then you're 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 in the right place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so pretty much Kratos destroys everyone, and I have to say, just with the original trilogy, the the thing that really redeems the the original trilogy for me is right at the very end when Kratos kill quote unquote kills himself and releases hope to mankind that was like Mm -hmm. my favorite part of the game after all was said and done i loved the games and enjoyed the gameplay but like the fact that they ended on hope was just i thought that was so cool uh when i when i played that originally um and then of course you have the they always need to leave it open to a sequel and this is what year was this again 2007 seven yeah the first one yeah long time ago and uh, there's just like a little blood trail and then he goes off and you don't know where Kratos went, but hope has been released to mankind. So now zoom forward. We're in 2018 and now we got a bearded wiser. I mean, good looking Kratos. Like he is, he is a cool dude, cool looking dude. Lots of big muscles. You can see the background with uh, Patrick's there, the rippling muscles, the scar from where Zeus stabbed him. Um, so good. So I'm going to try to brush through some of uh you know, some of the, some of the story beats, if you guys are cool with that and uh, talk about uh, just the story, since that's really the main focus. I think that for mm-hmm. all of us, that that's really what makes it a 10 out of 10 is the focus. Cause the total shift from what was before was amazing. Like people call it a reboot only because of how big of a shift it is. When in fact, it's not a reboot whatsoever. It's mm-hmm. a sequel. 
it just continues a story. And uh, yeah, so it's, um, it's, it's, it's unbelievable what they do with the source material that they had before. Um, a lot of the joiner questions, I think, has us kind of focusing on our reflections once we kind of understand both stories. So we're just going to jump into the story. Um, and through it all, you guys feel free to just chime in on the good, bad, and the ugly of the game. Not that there's really anything ugly about it. I mean, there is. I do have one qualm, which I'll get to eventually, but uh, no spoilers yet. So Kratos is in the realm of the Norse gods. He married a lady named Faye who has just died, and he has a 10-year-old son with her. Her dying wish was to be uh, have her ashes spread on the highest peak in all the nine realms of, of the area. And they believe, of course, that to be a mountain that overlooks their home in Midgard. And so they think, hey, we need to go to the top of this mountain. Of course, Kratos is very quick to say that his son is not ready for the journey. Uh, what did you guys think of Kratos as a dad in the first hour or so? Uh, he seemed like he was a grumpy old man. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Like he was the just because he was, if you play the first few if you played one of the previous God of War games, you know that he's a mad guy. And you can just see that there's that pent-up anger and he is just grumpy. It's like he, he's yeah. he's like Bruce Banner. And then if you make him angry, he's going to turn green. He's going to whoop some butt. And you could just feel you could feel that he was teetering on that line from the beginning of the game. All the, all the way to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Spartan Rage was on on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a cool gameplay mechanic because you've pressed in the L3 R3. You have <laughs> you you start the rage. Yeah. I can't remember. Chris, remind me with Spartan Rage. I don't remember what it was like in the originals, but I know in this one it felt so like it was so basic. Like you just had your fist and you pummeled people. That's mm -hmm. it. That was Spartan Rage. Was that what it was like in the originals? No, I, well, it's it, you become OP, but I don't remember you uh, stopping to use your weapons, right? You didn't start punching. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah, you still yeah. use your weapons when you Spartan Rage off in mm -hmm. the old ones. So that was yeah, interesting. Yeah, like special moves, really yeah. strong. Uh, yeah. But... yeah, I felt like actually the Spartan Rage in this one was a little underwhelming. Like the power wasn't... It wasn't hugely over, but you just were invincible. Like nothing could hurt you. You just, yeah. And you yeah. would like and you actually magnetize to people. You actually gained health from right. hurting others with, yeah. on, with the rage on, which is pretty helpful. Yeah. 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 At the really, really beginning, um, you know, when he's, he's chopping wood and he looks like he's, he's a normal human being, not necessarily strong it looks like he's back to the beginning of all the other games but then he takes the tree like it's made out of foam yeah. <laughs> right <laughs> this, this picks like, up okay here we go <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's and that it's, was it's that was a nuts. theme for 75 percent of the game is him trying to act like a mortal and not a right. god mm -hmm. trying to act like a normal yep and that was it that was a huge theme because he's hiding it most of the time yeah yeah, uh, and you see him looking everybody. at his forearms at the really beginning too. On He's the, wrapping them uh, up, and yeah, and it, it looks like still hurts, and it's such a powerful yeah. moment right at the beginning. 
Well, yeah, and at the beginning where they show before he cuts the tree down and and phase handprint is on the tree. Yep. That sets the tone for the rest of the game because any of the yeah. place that is yellow, that's where she was. Yeah. And you follow basically the yellow trail the mm-hmm. whole game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Which Their I ability did not catch till by halfway through the game. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I didn't I don't know that I ever caught it. So that's uh that's a that's a cool yeah i i didn't i didn't put two and two together i thought it was just like that those white glimmering things and uncharted where that's where you need to go but uh, it's 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 powerful to think it was fate yeah i I did i did not uh catch it until like two minutes left in the game when atreus is like hey there's mom's handprint it's like what? <laughs> <laughs> she was Where with us the whole time. <laughs> Dang it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it, it, they immediately set the tone, and and you guys are—I think a couple of you already mentioned the fact that this game is one shot is amazing. Like, yeah, I know they they do the little elevator tricks and the loading tricks where it doesn't cut away, and it, it's like binding its time so it can load the next area. But man, there were times where I would blink. Like this, because I thought there needs to be a cut here. Like it needs to cut to another, like cut to Atreus or cut to an, uh, the boss or someone who's talking and it doesn't. The whole time it's like seamlessly moving. I think that's amazing. And the fact that I think it's the first video game to ever do that is pretty incredible. Yeah. And and one of the, it's like with video games, there's always like a stopping point. You're like, ah, beat the level. All right, I'm going to bed. And I'll pick this up tomorrow. When you're playing this game and there's no really stopping point, it was hard to like put it down. Yeah. Because totally. of that. And it's yeah. just made me kept kept keep kept me in the game. Um, rather than yeah. turn it off. I never knew what time it was. For sure. I yeah. mean, that's that's normal for me. For I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, that's your normal. That's you playing Apex. <laughs> it's only been 15 minutes. Oh, no, it's four hours. Whoops. Yeah. Oh, it's been a week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've done that. Oh, okay, that's good. Wait, did, I, did I miss your birthday, Clark? Yeah. <laughs> Graduated? You're a, you're a doctor? <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Kratos does not think Atreus is ready for the journey. He's very much a pretty, like, he doesn't, he doesn't beat around the bush with Atreus. He's just pretty much like, you're not ready. You suck. <laughs> like, he's just like so mean to his son. He's like, gotta be the worst dad ever at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I mean, there's nothing I would have, I would have never thought that Kratos would have made a good dad. And definitely most of this game, he did not make for a great dad. But at the same time, like the way they portray his, like these flashes of wanting to be a better dad. Like it yeah. doesn't even say anything. Mm-hmm. It's like in his face mm-hmm. when he goes to touch him and yep. lifts his hand back. Cause he doesn't yeah. want to show weakness. Like, ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And uh, I think a lot of dads could relate to that uh, in some way or relate to a father that was like that. Yeah. And that so, was my father. It's like yeah. extreme tough love, right? He's, he's yeah. being, he wants his son to be strong and, and, uh, be able to go through uh, all kinds of, of uh, hard periods or, or, or combat or anything he wants. He wants his son to be a survivor, so he's extremely, extremely um, severe with him. Yeah, and so he takes him through the forest. They go on a deer hunting trip. 
Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever gone hunting with your dads or uncles, or I went hunting with my uncles once and they were very much patient with me. I, uh, I definitely did not kill anything. I'm more of a lover, not a, not a <laughs> fighter, but, uh, Kratos would have definitely put me down and yelled at me for not killing the deer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you go and go on a, the deer hunting trip and it's pretty much a tutorial for you to learn how to control Kratos to fight. Cause very quickly you meet Draugr, you meet a troll, uh, and you discover that Kratos is still the man. He is still like rolling heads, beating everything up. And, uh, and then at the same time, you start to learn that Atreus is not just an escort mission. He's not just a, an NPC tagging along that th this is when they start to also introduce how Atreus can help you and use his arrows and, and that kind of stuff. What did you guys think of that addition, additional character that develops over time? And we don't have to wait to talk about it because we've all gone through it. What did you guys think of the added Atreus factor in, uh, in the, the fighting? Well, in, in the combat, I really loved it. From the get-go, I fused Square and R1 together. I would just spam those every time I would fight anybody. And it, it, it served me well. It's really just, I would put, especially the electricity arrows, to me, they were stunning. And they did some damage, too. And it was really, really a good combo. Uh, so he was really helpful, for sure. There, yeah, there were there were times when I did when I totally forgot to press square. Like, uh, agreed. Then, I was yeah, the same like, way. I was like, I ended it. I was like, oh man, I forgot. Atreus can use his arrows to help me I out with those you. people over there. And uh, but yeah. yeah, there was there was times where like I, like if I was fighting a Valkyrie or if I was fighting a, a boss, you know, like, and I'm like, oh okay, I need to use him now. But if yeah, I was fighting was like necessary. the normal lackeys, I was like, you know, I I I don't think I use them very often. Yeah, You're I was like, the hey, Atreus, watch this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Boy, but, get over there. Like, I got this. Well, and Chris was like, yeah, I spammed R1. I totally forgot about changing his arrows or, you know, using the combo. I would just yeah. hit square a few times and then go back to whacking him with the axe. Yeah. You know. Speaking of the axe, you guys have already alluded to it, but man, that Leviathan axe, there was nothing like calling it back from anywhere. I don't know if you guys did this later on, but there were times where I would actually forget about the axe and <laughs> yeah, I would be in another area. <laughs> and he'd just be like, hold, hold, thunk, and then it would just come into my hand. And I'm like, yes. You're like, where's my axe? Why can't I do anything? You're yeah. like, you were like Thor. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Supposed to come back. Straight up yeah. like Thor. And it was really he, cool. Man, it was so good. Yeah. Um, those, those puzzles where you had to throw it and stick it somewhere so you could get into an area and then you just leave mm -hmm. I'm like and yeah. then i'd start fighting someone i'm like where's my Punch weapon <laughs> <laughs> i need this yeah yeah so uh from there once atreus kind of gets you know his feet wet and uh you guys beat up on a troll uh you go back home and this is where you meet the stranger and this is i mean this is within the first hour and this is easily the best introductory boss fight of any game ever it, it's got to be at least top three i can't think of anything better yeah than i this. agree but you fight this stranger and you find out kratos is not the only one with godlike powers in this realm and also not the only one with issues and uh they they beat each other up they pulverize each other eventually you learn that this this stranger he has no pain 
he uh and and he but he also is very much beatable and kratos pulverizes him tosses him into a hole and then just kind of limps back eventually just healing himself uh through his demigod powers and uh that concludes the uh the gameplay fighting tutorial for the game and so then you get into the real game uh after that what'd you guys think of uh, the stranger did you know who he was when you originally played it did you have any guesses i had no idea yeah no idea none no he was I just had no idea i just thought he was some kind of hippie with lots of tattoos and uh issues mm-hmm. he was just like and e- even after when you learn his name and everything like i i, I don't know enough norse myth- mythology you right. know there's there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of it that appears in Marvel movies. Uh, they, they all carry the same names, and it's 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 similar. But this character uh, is is a name of another video game series. But I, right. I had no clue what it, what, what he right. what he like did Baldur's in Gate, that mythology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 have a, you know a good a good four four games. I think two PC and two uh, PS2 games. Yeah. Uh, so Baldur's Gate, but I don't know. I didn't know about him. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't find out he's Balder until much later in the game. At the beginning, he's just a stranger, and you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you know, playing video games and knowing stories, you know that at this point, once you toss him into the hole, he'll be back. Like, <laughs> there's just no question about it. But at that point, we had no idea. So you leave home with Atreus, trying to go to the mountain. You run into a witch named Freya after you accidentally shoot her pet pig. And uh, she, you know, chastises you. And then you follow her back to her house. And you get to, you know, learn a little bit about what's going on in the area and get to meet her. And then after that, you get to meet the world serpent at the Lake of the Nine, which I don't know about you guys. When you first encounter that huge beast, I was like, oh, man, let's go. It's boss fight <laughs> yeah. time. Like I totally thought I was gonna fight this huge serpent. Because I mean, same. Yeah, that's. I just went. We gotta fight that. No. That's easily yeah. the biggest character in God of War history. Like well, I was, so I was, during that scene, uh, my son was in the room, and he's like, "I'm scared. I'm scared." <laughs> and I was like, "Don't worry, buddy. He's a nice snake. He's gonna help us out." Yeah, he blesses that, your axe. He's turning us. He's turning the whole area, and uh, we get to go on our way. He's a nice yeah. one, but he doesn't. I mean, the way he was like the brooding sound, like oh, his voice was incredible. So, yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, I have no idea what you're saying, but apparently they don't understand it. I don't know. I don't know what's going yeah. on. There and, was no subtitles know, either because I had in this game I had subtitles, and there was yeah. no subtitles for that. I was like, okay, what was he saying? And and you know when you're exploring an area where he's not too far and you kind of hear him <clears throat> you hear him in, in the background to yeah. me it sounded like a semi truck just like the uh. on on not moving when they're on idle and it's just mm-hmm. it was like what is this like i had a toy growing up that made the exact same sound <laughs> <laughs> who knew it was the world serpent the whole time yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh i really in, you know you mentioned patrick how there's no subtitles that's another aspect of the game that i really liked of your dependence on atreus he knew all kinds of stuff that he learned from his mom yeah and kratos you were like you were in the position of kratos where you had no idea i mean most of us i think most people going to this game had little 
to no knowledge of Norse mythology. Their knowledge of it was Marvel. And so yeah. uh, to have Atreus be like, oh, let me translate for you, dad. It was like, he was translating for us too because we had no idea what was happening. Right. And uh, yeah, that was really cool. Like, I can't remember. Did he, did, did Atreus translate for this, for the world serpent or was that only Mimir? I can't remember who, if, uh, if they both translated or if at that point mm. Atreus spoke the language of the, the grunting world serpent. I don't, I don't recall. Uh, I will. Someone can yeah. oops us or, or uh, we wrong, whatever you want to do. Let yep. us know. Comment below, like, subscribe, yep. comment, please. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, from there, uh, the world serpent blesses the ax. And then later on you meet a blue guy named uh, Brock, a dwarf who is easily the comedy relief of this game. And he had a potty brother, mouth on him. Oh man, did he ever. <laughs> he, he had a potty mouth and uh, was very snarky. And then you meet his brother, Sindri, who is like an OCD, timid yeah. dwarf. He was, that... he was the comic relief. Like, yeah, he really was. Actually, like, <laughs> Brock, Sindri, and Namir was a really good trio of a lot of funny stuff and, and tongue-in-cheek. And uh, at yeah. one point with Sindri, you... You just, I don't remember if it was a fetch quest or you were, I was selling him stuff, but he was like, where were you keeping all that? <laughs> because yes, that I was... think you find something, yeah. you put it behind and it disappears Ugh. and it's all fine. And he's like, where are you keeping? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a yeah. time where you, you meet Sendry and there's like a wheel in front of Atreus and Sendry's like, oh, oh no, did you put your mouth on that wheel? Oh, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to oh, vomit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is funny. That was like every other conversation piece was him like dry heaving, but it was a different subject. It wasn't like he said the same thing. That he like, was like, he's like, well, I could fix your axe, and then he goes to hand to him, and he's like, Whoa, and holding it like this, carrying the handle. Going, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> so funny. blood all over it. Yeah. yeah. And anytime they upgrade it, you, you think they're gonna work on it for a long time, and they just do a little took. Yeah, it's <laughs> upgraded. They bless it. There you go. It's all done. Good extra blessing. We did it. It's blessed. It's like, what are you happy behind level. there? I, what, what's going on over there? Yeah, it's a special hammer. Uh, yeah. Uh, now with them, they were a source, and actually introducing the 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 Lake of the Nines. There were a lot of side missions uh, around that area. Did you guys remember or uh, have any particular side missions that you enjoyed? that either Brock and Sindri gave you or other characters in the area, anything not re re pertaining to the main quest. You also had freeing of dragons. There was lots of different yeah. things that they had you do that I thought were pretty varied. What were your favorites? It, it um, was the dragons for me. Yeah, 100%. After I found one, I'm like, well, I have to find the other ones. All of them. Yeah, no doubt, right? Also thought I was going to have to fight them. I was ready to fight everything in this yes, game. Yes, yeah. Like, oh, I I'm going to have to kill you, kill you, kill yeah. you. And I thought it was so cool that you didn't have to kill him. You just freed him. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's not a side quest in particular, but it's it's the the map and direction system. Uh, to me, when it's when you get to the first uh, boat and the the map opens up, it was way too overwhelming for me. Oh, yeah. I was it I was, was gonna mainline. I follow my little arrow, and when they mm -hmm. started giving you option to track one and basically i would do all of those i i, I wouldn't do any free roaming ex exploration 
because as Tim said, it's fine if there's a why and you're supposed to go left, so you go right. I'm able to wrap my head around that. But if it's just an open map with endless stuff to explore, I was like, nope, I'm going <laughs> to the main <laughs> quest. So having those blue side quests to track was really neat. Yeah. And I, and I found that like uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which is a newer game um, from last year, I, I found that most of the side quests in this one felt like world building, like enriching. They were, they were quality, uh, quality adventures. Like I really enjoyed the, the, I guess the, the chain of side quests that you got from Brock and Sindri to eventually, uh, you know, give them like the perfect hammer so they could make you some nice armor and, uh, but just all the side stuff to that. And, and I really liked the, uh, were they called the, jo the Jotun shrines, the Jotun shrines, the, the little cupboards the ones that, that you opened, opened up? up yeah those are, yeah. are really I thought those, cool those were so cool like when atreus would explain the history i mean some of them were bizarre like people with like eight arms and you know odin pretty much killing everybody like being a real jerk uh yeah so it's good stuff um after this you reach the summit <laughs> or the foot of midgard mountain you encounter the first MacGuffin, which sends you uh to a new realm called alfheim which was probably my least favorite realm. I don't know about you guys. Uh, pretty much you, uh, Freya helps you go to Alfheim using the Bifrost, which was not as rainbow and colorful as uh, it is in mm -hmm. Marvel, but I still thought it was cool uh, the way they connected all the realms and spun the little dial around to take you to different realms. Um, but yeah, you go to Alfheim, you fight a bunch of fairies that doesn't sound that dangerous, but these guys are pretty angry the dark elves were not cool they mm -hmm. were not about having conversation or anything i thought it was pretty interesting the you're at the tail end of a civil war and uh you actually help settle the civil war uh, well did we though because it, well, it feels like yeah. both sides are fighting and we took the light the light elves side basically taking the power out of the castle or whatever and and then I think um, Atreus was really 100% in favor of doing that. But after doing it, he had a bit of remorse and wasn't sure if he did the right thing. Because basically, yeah. he, 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 you don't have the background or you don't really understand who are the good guys between the light and dark elves. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you, uh, you have some interesting conversations with Atreus and that. Uh, the other thing that happens in that is when you are getting the light so that you can disperse the darkness that's at the foot of the mountain. Uh, Kratos has a vision and then he comes out of the vision and Atreus is like ticked. And he's like, I've been here for hours waiting for you. And for Kratos, it was only a few moments. And mm -hmm. this is where the like the grumpy, bipolar, rage-filled father, uh, he gets to see what his terrible parenting has created because his son all of a sudden is no longer patient with his dad, no longer understanding, is starting to have his own voice. Uh, what did you guys think? Did you guys have any thoughts about like, and you can go further into the game, but like the the change from Atreus just being uh, his, uh, you know, a daddy's boy to mm -hmm. then becoming his own kind of man. What did you think of that transition when he started having a bit of an attitude or uh, kind of mouth back or whatever? Yeah, he started to start to act like his dad. To be honest, yeah, 
I mean, he's it's the, the apple didn't far, fall far from the tree here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with him being a, like a little wimpy kid at the beginning to start start you know acting like his dad, I'm like, yeah, okay, this this totally makes sense. They start to act like this. It takes a ninety degree turn. I don't know if you wanted to talk about that right now, but when when he learned that he's a god, it right. it takes a shift. Like, and he he was really annoying to me. Like, he, oh, he yeah. was being oh, he's full that of little teenager plop. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, teenager right? plop. Like, yes. he was really mean to Sindri. I was like, wow, like, why? Why? He, he's just been nice and yeah he's really and then going up the mountain he's even worse and i'm like i hope this does not end like that or last for too long because he was really really annoying and everything that was so so nice and hopeful about him because basically all of the gods are uh, they're, they're like superheroes when he learns that uh then he's a guy who's like, what's my power? Can I change into an animal or can I <laughs> right. fly and stuff like that? So it's like like yeah. Marvel characters, but all of them are really bad. And this one was pure and good and had good intentions. And you really don't want him to turn that way. Uh, and, and it was going into that direction for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to throw my axe at him. He was that <laughs> I was like, I have teenagers. I know exactly where this is headed. He had like flashbacks. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Like PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was not a fan of uh, Atreus through the like most of the middle part of the journey when yeah. he started to get full of himself. It was awful. Um, but it was a part of the journey and it really gives us a glimpse for those of us that don't have teenagers yet. Patrick, you've gotten a glimpse of it. It's that kind of stuff happens. <laughs> it was very realistic in terms mm -hmm. of like, you're going to have to deal with it. So, um, but yeah, so after you get the, the, the mist breaking light, you use it to go further up the mountain. Um, and in the process, you run into a dragon in which Kratos finally slays a huge monster. And it was awesome. Uh, I don't remember how to pronounce its name, but it was just a big dragon. And it was really cool. Is that the is that the moment when he goes in its mouth? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was epic. Yeah, that was super like super epic. That felt like a almost like a uh not an Easter egg, but like almost like an ode to the old God of War games. Yeah. Yeah. That was just what they were like. Like Kratos grabbing some huge spiky thing that he can shove into the giant monster and just like somehow like <laughs> use the momentum to crush its head and skull or whatever and it was yeah. like wow yeah and that's kind of where you really got to use atreus because he said okay well you want to help you go up here yeah be the sniper and, yeah and you be the sniper and you shoot arrows distract him and then i will do my thing mm -hmm. yep and i thought it was impressive too because when you start out the game and you have the new like the new fighting technique i'm like ah oh, we're not going to be able to do the the big huge battles i mean you kind of had it with the troll but it was like this isn't the same like the the old god of war games like you were on top of like these skyscraper sized monsters and there's like there's no way i'm going to be able to do this with this close drawn in third person but they did it like they were able to do both types of fighting styles and i, I thought that was really cool yeah the direction yeah. for those fight scenes was really well done yeah and it never felt really. too close or too far uh it was really well done and if, even when it was close, you could tell like the, the magnitude of who you were, you were fighting or what you were fighting. Um, so it was really well done. 
for sure. Uh, from there, as a little side piece, Atreus gets new kind of arrows made of mistletoe. Not a big deal. Just little green arrows. What what kind of part? At that point, play? it was not a big deal. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, green arrows. Cool. Spoilers, they come back and there's a reason. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, you finally get to the peak of Midgard and you're dropping some eaves. You see the stranger and he's, he, you find out he's the Norse god Balder, as we talked about already. He's talking to Modi and Magni, the sons of Thor. They're looking for Kratos and they're talking to a man who's part tree, part man called Mimir, who's supposedly the smartest man alive. You, uh, once those, the three other guys, Balder and the sons of Thor, once they leave, you start chatting with them. Uh, start chatting with Mimir and he tells you, hey, guess what? This is not the tallest mountain in the realms. And yeah. immediately you're like, oh, big surprise. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> I was going to get there. The game's over in two hours? Whew. All right. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, so yeah, so he says, but no, don't worry, my friends. I can help you travel to Jotunheim, where the largest mountain in all the realms, in the realm of the giants, appropriately, where the, the largest mountain is. Uh, but you can't get there because they've blocked it because Odin and Thor are not allowed to enter or they'll beat up the giants and do lots of bad things. So Mimir says, hey, I'm going to show you the way. All you got to do is cut off my head. Seems simple enough. <laughs> and so cuts off Mimir's head. You take him to the witch, uh, Freya. She revives him. And then uh, they start to have some more chats and they discover that uh, they need to uh, what do they need to do? I'm trying to remember. Oh, they have to uh, they to go on a fetch quest and get certain ingredients. Yeah, they have to get in, pretty much get ingredients to get into Jotunheim. And in the process, they run into Magni and Modi, the sons of Thor. And uh, you start to have some some battles with them. Um, in the process of the, that boss battle, uh, Atreus starts to reveal his rage issues and he starts getting sick. And it's there that you then have a new quest to do in the midst of trying to get to Jotunheim. Um, you have to find the heart of the keeper of the bridge in hell, AKA Helheim. And at this point, your ax is useless. And this is where things get even more interesting because Kratos says, I know what I must do. And you go back to your house. And in one of the most powerful scenes in the game, you get into the cellar or whatever underneath the home that you've been living in with uh, Atreus and Freya or no, right. Faye. 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 Yeah, Faye. And you get out the blades of Olympus. What did you guys think of this moment when you got out the blades? Chaos. Blades of chaos, you mean? <laughs> or blades of chaos. Sorry, not the blades of Olympus. The yeah. blades of chaos. He, uh, it, was, it was like in the, in the, in the, video, the previous games with these, they're just a part of them. But in this uh, game, they were, it was more powerful because he had to put those back on. Because the beginning of the game, he's like wrapping up because he doesn't want right. to see them. He doesn't want to see the memory, the scars of having those chains. So putting them, putting those back on was a big deal for him. Yeah. Huge. Did, did anybody else go when he, when he removed the blades of chaos out of the cellar, which was the same place he hid Atreus when Balder showed up at the beginning right. of the game. And I'm like, that's the worst <laughs> hiding spot ever. Yeah. How did but... your son not find that? <laughs> oh, what are these dad? Don't worry, boy. Just ignore it. But yeah. Like Pat said, when 
he pulls those out because I was like, eh, is that where we're going? And then they pulled those out. I'm like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they look even more menacing in 2018 versus 2007. Yeah. 2007. yeah, the fire effects, all his magic. It's not just, you know, blades attached to chains. It's 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 all the magic and power that he's got with those. It's it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I really thought it opened up the the battle system. Once you go through hell, and once you use the blades to, you know, meander your way, because of course in in Norse mythology, hell hath frozen over in Helheim. It's it's a frozen place of the dead, and mm-hmm. uh, and that that's why you have to use the blades. And uh, I really like how it opened up because the blades gave you more reach, and so it gave you more crowd control which I appreciated. The axe was more for up close and personal, like one-on-one. There wasn't a whole lot of crowd control with the axe. So the, the axe and the, the blades together, perfect combo. Loved it. Um, but yeah, so from there, you get the heart, you heal your boy, and uh, everybody's feeling better. Um, you go to back to the, the gate to, you know, Mimir's helping you open up the gate to Jotunheim to go to the highest mountain. You get there, and who shows up but none other than, uh, oh, wait, sorry. You've already killed Magni and Modi. Do you guys want to say anything about Magni and Modi, RIP? Do you really, uh, oh, I mean, Atreus kill, does kill, kill Well, one you of kill them. Thor's sons. Yeah, which yeah, is which a big is a deal. a big deal. Yeah. Um, and the, the, first, the, what, the, the first battle, you only kill one of them, and then Atreus, doesn't he kill... He does. Odie or Maggie yeah, he finishes. Later. He's not a menace anymore. But yeah. Atreus, yeah. that's right after he learns he's a god and he's angsty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but but uh, regardless, yeah, he kills. They, they both kill Thor's sons, which is mm-hmm. a huge deal. And if yeah. you're thinking futuristically, like this is going to be, this is going to come back to to bite them. You know, some yeah. Thor, Thor or Odin is going to show up at some point, right? Yeah. Um, right. Because you get I me. Mean, if someone kills my son, I'm going to go after whoever did that. You know, so um, it's a foreboding, uh, ominous, not ominous. So it was just a foreboding scene right there, um, with with that. So that was a big mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. Yeah, especially at the beginning of the game where Atreus was kind of idolizing Thor because he had the big statue at the lake, and he's like, "There's Thor." And then he ends up killing one of his sons after well, Grado showed mercy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's good and point. that that's with Modi and in uh Magni, their 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 presence does also push that relationship between Kratos and Atreus. Cause like you guys said, Kratos doesn't want to kill them. He he's beaten them and he's like, We don't have to kill them. We can, you know, as he says later on, we can be better. But mm-hmm. Atreus doesn't want to do that. And so that creates a lot of tension. Uh, between the two and it comes to a boil when the boy shoots kratos with arrows when they're confronted by the stranger balder uh because atreus pretty much says i can beat up balder myself i can destroy him myself and he shoots kratos with arrows and in the process or shoots him with an arrow and in the process they break the gate to jotunheim and you're like oh here we go (laughs) not gonna go the easy route are we (laughs) now we have to find another way to get to Jotunheim. And so uh, at this point, Kratos disciplines his son, puts him in his place. Um, they discover, oh wait, sorry. 
at this point, uh, Balder nabs Atreus after Kratos is shot and they plummet into hell. And through that course, you know, there's a lot of story that happens where Atreus mm-hmm. discovers a little bit of Kratos's backstory. You discover a yeah. lot of Balder's backstory where he's been numbed by his mother because his mother doesn't want him to die. There's been a prophecy that says Balder's going to die and she doesn't want that to happen. So she puts a magic spell on him that makes him mm-hmm. immortal, like completely invincible, except he can't feel anything. Yeah, and, it numbs not just the, the, the bad feelings or, or, or anything yeah. that hurts him. All, all the everything he feels no longer. So it's, it's, it's not really worth living for him. Yeah, exactly. He's not happy. Yep. And so after that, they return to Midgard and Mimir says, Hey, there's another way to Jotunheim. Of course there is. Yeah. All we got to do. Thanks Mimir. Let's go chat with the, uh, the old, uh, I can't remember his name, but the old world serpent, he's got a long name that I can't remember. Anybody remember? uh, Vradim, Jotun something. Yeah, it's like Jotunheim. It's almost well, it's, yeah. you know, the Jotunheim is the giant's world. It's like that though. It's it's got extra syllables in the middle. Oh, it's got it's got dots and things. Yeah, there are dots there. Yep, yeah. a little ach is in there too. I think that might be Scottish. Never mind. Um, yeah, so you got to get Mamir's missing eye. I mean, we were wondering where that was the whole time. Speaking of, real quick, Mamir. Uh, at one point, my son was watching me explore the realms, and he saw Mamir's head on my belt, and he was like, "Dad, is that is that a head?" Yes, Clark, <laughs> like, Clark said the same uh, thing. He's like, "Why do you have a why do you have a head on your back?" And without missing a beat, my son's like, "Oh, that's like the uh, that's like the tiki mask in Crash Bandicoot." I'm like, "Exactly. He helps you." The end. Yes, internally. <laughs> Totally it's, different uh, scenarios of how they got there. That is correct. <laughs> I didn't have to tell him that I cut his head off earlier from a tree and put him around my belt. He was just there as my buddy. I, I don't know if him being headless is any part of the Norse mythology, but it was it was a really clever way to tell you uh, a lot of backstory yeah, and a lot sure. of mythology without having to read anything or it's just a clever mechanic to tell you all of those stories. And yeah, every time, uh, every time I was in the boat oh, and he was telling a story, oh, I was want to land getting to a shore and I'm like, Nope, I'm going to wait. I'm going to let <laughs> <Yeah>. him finish. <laughs> yeah. That, and so that the boat rides were my only gripe in the whole, oh, okay. the whole right. game. However, on the flip side of that, that was mm-hmm. also one of the best things because of Mimir's stories. If Mimir yeah. if Mimir didn't have a story, it's like, oh, let's just get to the next checkpoint here. But yeah. he, whenever he had a story, it was it was legit. Yeah. When I was um, doing the collectibles in Alfine, I actually went underground because I needed to find some collectibles. I ended up, you know, at the other side of, of the water. And to my knowledge, it's the only place where you can come to a deck and there's no boat. If you didn't bring a boat there, there's none. Oh, it's, really? Yeah. And Oops. that was that was not cool having to travel all the way oh. on the ground. And, oh. and that, that was something I was kind of making fun of because you can bring a boat somewhere. When you arrive, there's no boat and you can do, go to any other decks and there's always a boat. And it's, mm-hmm. it's fine like that, except that <clears> one time... <laughs> that was really not cool. 
And yeah, yeah definitely not cool. Not cool at all. Um, yeah, so after this, you go into the World Serpent. You get Mimir's eye because it's got mythical powers that help you go into it can, I don't know, control the Bifrost to get you to Jotunheim, whatever. Uh, but upon retrieving it, of course, it's not that easy. And uh, the World Serpent gets indigestion and you find out that indigestion is Balder who shows up again. And then shortly after, Freya also shows up. You get into a three-way argument and then a fight where you're fighting Balder as Kratos. And then also Freya is trying to protect her son. And she takes control of the giant that you were working around earlier in the game who has a huge like... I yeah, know, when you like get the chisel stake in his head, the chisel. Yeah, you put the chisel through his head, <laughs> and all of a sudden he's looking at you like, like the the joke arrow from like what people use for costumes. That's what it looks like is on his head. Steve uh, Martin. Yeah, like Steve Martin. <laughs> uh, so you get a little shuff- a scuffle, and then at some point, Atreus's mistletoe arrows pierces Balder, and his ability to feel returns, along with his ability to die. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and Kratos beats him up, but spares his life. And he tries to demonstrate mercy. Mm-hmm. But again, a child I tries had to... chills when yeah. they have this talk. Yeah. Uh, and basically, Atreus showing that he learned and he doesn't... He's, he's not a menace anymore. Let's leave him yep. be. Let's not kill him. I had, I had chills. It was a really cool yeah. moment. It was it was really cool. Atreus learned his lesson. However, yeah. Balder did not learn his <laughs> lesson. He quickly turns on his mom, starts to choke her and kill her. And Kratos is like, nope, we're ending the cycle here. And mm-hmm. grabs him, breaks his neck. The Dude, end. just grabs his neck and just breaks it. And Balder just oh, falls. What a moment. Like mm. just the whole thing all together. He's like, like I gave you a like, chance. Yeah. And you blew it. Yep. Now you're dead. Yeah, and Freya was quite okay with him killing her. He yeah. was. He, she was going to let him. She wasn't she fighting felt back. So guilty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of and, course, and that that cycle, you know, they they talk about a lot of people killing their parents, a lot of gods. I mean, killing their parents, and and when they were in uh, Helheim, that's that's the vision that Atreus saw of him killing yep. his dad, and. And he, he asked at one point, is that is that all it is? Is that always how it ends up? Yeah. You know, they, everybody killing their parents. So ending the cycle there was, was really strong. Yeah, it was really powerful. Because I think that's where he says, we need to, we can be better. We will be better. And mm-hmm. like, just totally like coming full circle, just like, yes. I was like rooting yeah. for both of them at that point. Just but- like, so... Speaking of the cycle, put a pin in that because I'm going to come back to it at the end of the okay. game. Got it. Noted. Okay. Uh, so once you kill Balder, uh, Freya is uh, not very happy about that. She's ticked. In fact, she reveals that she's a little more powerful than she let on. And pretty much it starts to snow. And Mimir notes later on, I think, that Ragnarok has begun thanks to Freya and thanks to your decisions and acts. Uh, Kratos, of course, is like, eh, whatever. I've dealt with worse. I'm out of here. And so yeah, he leaves yes. with his son. <laughs> they like, we got bigger fish to fry. We got to go to Jotunheim. And so you arrive in Jotunheim uh, and you see on your way to get to the peak of the mountain, you see a variety of murals depicting the details of your adventures. Everything that had happened to that point was the main points were all depicted in mm-hmm. the murals. And you're like, whoa, what? Yeah. And I mean, 
this is alluded to that the Giants had like whatever it's called, future predicting. Yeah, foresight. Yeah, foresight. They skills, can see the future. Magic brains, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they had the magic the brains. Magic brains. Yoda has <laughs> magic hands. They have magic brains. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, and then, but they these murals show the past the present that they had just experienced and it shows some of the future and yeah. it shows from some very disturbing things. Some of which looks like Kratos being sacrificed or killed at some point. Yeah. So like uh, the, what I was talking about, the, the cycle uh, is going to end here. It's not going to end. My, my prediction uh, okay. is at some point because the, the, the last mural as Atreus is walking up the mountain, Kratos is still, still inside and he sees like that, curtain kind of flailing in the wind and he sees uh, a picture a mural of looks like atreus kind of holding kratos as kratos is dying yeah and it's like i feel like at some point that atreus is going to have to kill kratos Mm. that's and whatever that looks like you know it could be it could be like hey you have to sacrifice me it's probably going to be what it's going to be like he's not going to do it um out of malice he's going to do it out of mercy or out of the betterment of the world but yeah i think Maybe that's to what prevent ragnarok or to could be bring it into freya's craziness yeah but uh that's that's probably going to be the end of the whole kratos series that's what's gonna what's gonna be okay um that's my right. prediction but i did yeah. you couldn't really it, it, there's no i mean there's no words underneath it there's no tra- yeah, there's translation no, no context it was just a mural of him holding kratos and it looks like he's dying He's probably not taking a nap on a Trace's lap. But it's it's <laughs> like, not happening. I'm with dad. So I'm taking a nap with dad. Let's go. Yeah. 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 And it's so brief. It, you can't tell if he's holding him or if he's standing above him like he killed him. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, so in the midst of this, look at all these murals and talking. I guess at this point, we didn't know that Faye was a giant. Is that is that's revealed in this part too, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah we didn't reveal. know before yeah Yeah, that Mm -hmm. Faye was actually a giant that's revealed Mm -hmm. right and then on top of that that makes atreus part giant part demigod and that his giant quote-unquote giant name was none other than this is the biggest reveal of all loki and immediately you're like kratos run you got a crazy son that's a huge villain there's no good that's gonna come from this you tried you had a good you made a good effort (laughs) sorry (laughs) yeah what did you guys think of that reveal well i the only the only loki i know is the god of mischief from exactly the marvel movies so i'm like wait hold on a second is he related to thor somehow you know because in the movies the loki and thor are brothers because but like he is adopted, but, right? Yeah, but he's right. Adopted. Yeah. Um. So I'm adopted. Yeah. Like and and Loki and Thor are. I mean, are they? They are, you know, vastly different in age, right? So yeah. How does all that work out? Because, like I said, the only thing I know is from the Marvel universe, right? So I, the, I like, okay, cool. His name's Loki, but what does that mean? I don't know. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about that, and we didn't really touch on it too much, but throughout, like looking at the, the what are they called again? The Jotun shrines, the Jotun shrines. I don't know how to pronounce it. The little uh, cupboards. The shrines. Yeah, the yeah. shrines. Well, good call. Yeah. Let's just call them the shrines. <laughs> when you look at the shrines, they talk about time 
and they talk about uh, in their different conversations with Mimir and Atreus that time in Norse mythology is not linear. It's cyclical. And there, and there's a, there's a sense in the fact that everything with time has always been and always will be and is like, it's not, it's not working like you're here. And then later on you're here, it's, you can be here and then you can be before you can be after and in, in its appearance, it's very complicated and very convoluted, but pretty much the idea is that in Norse mythology, the world serpent is actually Loki's son. Mm-hmm. Son? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's supposedly, tell us, it's, Chris. it's Loki's son. Uh, but then when the world serpent was fighting Thor, uh, they fought so hard that uh, they, basically the world serpent killed Thor and went back in time. Yeah. So that's why he would be, and that's all hypothetical. They don't necessarily say it in the game. It's based on the mythology, but okay. um, that kind of makes that's sense. That's why he would be so nice to us because it's Atreus' son. Okay, yeah, that does make sense. Also, in the mural, um, if you catch it, it looks like there is a snake kind of coming coming out, out of, of Atreus or about yep. around Atreus. It does. So okay, because I was like, how does uh. how does the snake come into play, or how does so, that come into play? And oh, I didn't, that, catch, that that. I didn't catch that. Yeah, you can't think of a son like it, there's a mom, there's a dad. Pretty much, it's the offspring of like like Atreus somehow creates the world serpent. Like it has its origins in Loki. Loki is the creator of the world serpent that then goes back, is knocked back in time by Thor after he kills Thor uh, in kind of like the same kind of battle. But that also runs into another thing that, well, I I might put a pin on that because that goes into, we'll we'll save predictions right for the end. Oh, dang it. I already did my predictions. You already did, but that's okay. (laughs) Uh, So after Loki is revealed to be the, the giant name, for Atreus. Um, it also, Kratos also reveals that Atreus's name comes from a compassionate Spartan friend and fellow warrior that he fought alongside, which was a nice, I thought and was a nice touch. And that was during the credits. Yeah, this is during the credits while you're walking back. He's telling you about that. Which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Where was yeah. that for the last 10 years, Dad? Yeah, really. <laughs> like, why can't you talk more about your nice friends instead of just yelling at me all the time? Uh, why couldn't he have been my dad? Oh. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Uh, from there, if you return home, you get a bonus video and uh, where Thor shows up with his big hammer. Hold on. And- let's, let's go back a little bit. It's like, oh, okay, sorry. They, they go to bed and it's like years later. That's they, true. They, they wake up and they're like, hey, it looks like they just went to bed. They're not, you yeah. know, Atreus Took doesn't look any older. Mm-hmm. Kratos still looks like he's wearing the gear that he wore when he was sleeping, uh, yep. but uh, when he wakes up and then Thor just you just it, it's you don't know it's Thor, but you kind of know it's happening. Yeah, yeah. well he's until holding the meow lightning. Meow. Yeah, and yeah. but then the the hammer shows up. You know, right? Yep. It's like the his robe kind of unveils the hammer, which was just like a really, really cool shot. Boating. Yeah, Very the way cool that shot. was shot. Yeah, and then. It cuts to black, and Atreus wakes up and said, "I had a dream last night." Yep. Or what? I can't remember yeah. if he said, "And we saw Thor." Or Thor came to our like, doorstep, or something yeah, like that. Thor yeah, Thor came to our doorstep, and you're like, "I'm like, well, that's you're a giant, and you just saw the future. You just saw the future." Yeah. So 
Yeah. I wonder if in his dream it said years later. Yeah. If he saw that, he's like, okay, I need to, let me write this down years later. Okay. Hmm. You better write it down. Otherwise you're going to forget your dreams. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> need to get a dream journal. Yeah. Uh, and I, I just played that game. Uh, you know, I started six weeks ago, so it's, it, I, I played it after they around they announced uh, Ragnarok and to me Ragnarok was just a cool name but didn't have any meaning you know I wasn't yeah. really that right. pumped about the sequel but now having played through that and knowing what it means what it represents a, yeah what what that term means it's I am so excited for the the next game like it's uh it's it's such an important event. We're gonna get to see. Uh, I I hope Odin and Thor. Um, it's yeah, crazy too. that you don't come across them in that game. Yeah, I know. Only as ravens. That's it. <coughs> oh, the ravens! Let me tell get you, out of here. I hated those ravens. <laughs> those are the worst. I, I can't tell you how many times I was like, I I was like the I was throwing like the worst aiming person ever like i just would throw the axe and then the bird would just like laugh at me like the dog in duck hunt and just be like, <laughs> like you how missed. did i not hit that <laughs> yeah the depth perception on some of them was so hard to track and trying uh, to aim above them make it come yeah. down get the, the arc. arch yeah get the arc. i needed like the i don't know we sports resort or whatever where they give you like a little trail i needed yeah. that little trail to show up yeah. like, like angry birds exactly yeah like yes. angry birds yeah. exactly <laughs> I needed to hit that angry bird before <laughs> I got angry. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Overall, I think the the only negative thing I thought was that kind of stuff. Some of the some of the collectibles either was too much or the map working with the collectibles. It was hard to kind of kind of keep track of everything. I had to use a guide for the mm-hmm. collectibles. Oh, hundred percent for like the for the birds alone. You had oh, to yeah. use a guide. I could and not keep track of that stuff. The the collectibles in this game are yeah i give this game a 10 out of 10 because the story and the combat mechanics everything is just so good the collectibles on the other hand are not the best kind of collectibles that i've come across like Mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination some of them are really cool uh, but for the most part like the birds and just it's not like spider-man miles morales or spider-man for the ps4 where it's just like every single thing that you do is important like yeah, the birds story. were not important right. it was yeah. just a no. thing that they put in to for another collectible yeah. to get the platinum yeah i mean and, they tried to getting, work it in oh good sorry Chris. thanks so go, going to them was really um uh, we get lazy with years and we're we're uh spoiled by games that make it easy to find those collectibles so in spider-man it's you don't need a guide, you know, it's there. And once you're close-ish, it radiates or something. So you can you can kind of see it. And it, it reminded me of uh, the first Infamous compared oh, to yes. Infamous 2. Mm. Infamous 1, you had to print a map and cross every one of them. And you yeah. would the shards. crazy if you, yeah, the shards. And in Infamous 2, then you would just press, I think, R3 or something, and it would like a show you the direction of the closest one. So you just follow that along and you'd get it. So uh, they, they could learn a trick or two for, from more recent collectibles games. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, sure. for sure. Well, hopefully he has no more ravens. If he so <laughs> helped me, if he like, I don't know, makes like rats or 
monkeys, Odin's <laughs> monkeys. And they're just running around and was throwing it 50 poop, of those? poop at you. I was felt that? like there are 4,000 of them. <laughs> I was so <laughs> mad about that. And they yeah, try to work into the story, you know, saying that they're his spies. It's Odin's spies. Yeah. Still, they're annoying. Okay, no. They're, they were spying on me. That bird would not just be flying in a circle over a tree. <laughs> like, it would it would actually it, be It wouldn't doing glow something. green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd be like, here I am, glowing green, making weird chimey sounds. Yeah. Uh, did you guys do Niflheim and Muspelheim? The extra realms? The that was part yeah, of the black trials. That's that's one of of my my little critiques and and why why I, I didn't give it a, a ten also. Uh, uh, like Lucas, you know I'm not I, I'm not a, a, the best gamer, you know. And and every we played many different games, and I'm not <clears throat> I, I'm not a Patrick or I, I'm not you, you know. I I'm not better than anybody at games, but for <clears throat> for some reason. From about halfway uh, through the end of the game, I didn't use any resurrection stone. The fight against Balder, I was playing on normal, and the fight against Balder uh, was really epic. All the cinematics were really well shot, but it was it was a bit too easy. And and so for the main for the main story, and maybe it's because I just came out of Ascension, or maybe it's because I did all the side quests and I was OP. Maybe, you know, it's, it's maybe just my playthrough that was like that. But that made me appreciate the end game content a lot more because that's where the challenge was for sure. Yeah. Compared to the, the main game. You're not giving yourself enough credit because I was lurking in one of your streams when you were fighting Valkyries and you were wrecking shop. So it's for, for I, some I was reason. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, Chris is streaming. I'm like, I'm like oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah, normal normal was no joke uh, against those Valkyries. Oh, and I know, I know, <laughs> Chris, that you were like, "Hey, I've beaten everything else on normal. I'm gonna beat the Queen Valkyrie on normal." Yeah, and and you did, it. which is which is yeah. awesome. Kudos to you, man. But if if yeah. if you look at, I think that maybe it's the gear that I had. The uh, that that beam was so strong it, it would take like a, a third of her life you know and uh yeah, have to wait for it to come back and mm-hmm. and uh it's uh and that's fu- and that's funny that frost beam that you were using uh i never used that i didn't use it till you <laughs> I, told me about it and I, i'm like I, oh my gosh i love this i, I didn't was even know it was a thing basically i did <laughs> all of my runes and all of my powers were all fire uh powers so I would use my. Uh, you were you got you were using more of the of the axe. Oh, ninety percent axe. I, I was for the, the exact, whole game. For the I was whole at game. exact opposite. Once I got the chains of uh, of chaos. Or, wait, what? I, chains uh, of chaos. Chains of chaos. Right. Chains of It sounds right, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It really <laughs> I, chaos. I think that was, wasn't that like a, one of the God of War PSP games. The chains, chains of, of Olympus. It is. Yeah, that's, that's probably the title of the game. Um. So yeah, and I I did everything with the the chains of chaos, and I just did the fire Wait. and upgraded that all of those. <laughs> so which is which is which is funny um, how we both played in different ways, which yeah. was which was cool because they have all different kinds that you could mm-hmm. play, and y- you can choose your armor uh, that maximizes your playstyle too. Right, you could do yep. the frost, you know, if you wanted defense or if you wanted fire. Um, yep. which was you want a v- high a great, vitality a great way to like customize the way you want to play 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm somewhere in the middle of you two. Cause I went like, I chose the, 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 the Niflheim armor that I got was like the deadly poisonous of all these deadly armor or whatever, but it gave like across the board, even like mm-hmm. it pumped you up evenly <clears throat> balanced. And I was the same way with the, the blades and the ax. I probably was 50, 50. Like I would use all my runes. I would first use the ax runes and then I would use the, the blade runes. And then I would just kind of hop back and forth to vary it. But uh, yeah, I never, I never really, I, I mean, I feel like I felt more comfortable with the chains with the blades Mm-hmm. but just something about that axe like i just really i liked kind of doing mm-hmm. that that roll hit where it would like it would spin in front of you just a little bit and come back if you held the button down and stuff it was really cool uh just to add to what you guys were talking about with like the in-game content versus the story and sometimes being op i did feel like overall if you didn't play the game I don't know. I don't know what way in which you could play it. It it did feel imbalanced. It didn't feel like the side stuff and the main game really all complemented each other together. Like the Valkyrie Queen was like ten times harder than the but you any did, of the other Valkyries. You did like, take a huge break, nuts. right? You didn't did. do it so I was one rusty. shot. So so yeah. that's that's a, a a big factor, I think. If if yeah. you do it really one shot, uh, I I played sixty three hours, right? right? And and maybe. Three of them were to be the queen on on easy and then normal. Uh, so it's 60 hours of, of prep in six weeks. Uh, that was really close and, and makes you uh, really know your combos and, and uh, ready to fight her. Yeah. yeah. Now, was this uh, your first playthrough, Chris? Yeah. Okay. So this wasn't a new game plus. You no, 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 through no. the whole thing. No, I'm, yeah, that was the first time I played it. <clears throat> I'm keeping New Game That's Plus awesome. for right before Ragnarok. Right with you. Nice. Yep, yep. for sure. Now, uh, Very... speaking of the speaking of the Queen, who was? Who did the, I can't remember who was the Queen because they revealed who it was. Was it Faye? It wasn't Faye. No, no, no. no. She's a uh, she, she's like uh, Mimir's old uh, lover or something, and uh, uh, she, she got. <laughs> I, I think she got corrupted by. Uh, was it Odin? And yeah, then Odin. And, and then uh, all of the Valkyries were corrupted. So she to to protect everyone, she locked them down in those eight little dungeons. Okay. Yeah. So basically, their their job is to I think decide who goes to hell or. I think uh, it's escort. They're more escort people. I thought it was to guide the dead to. To where they're supposed to go, or maybe judge and guide. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think one of them's is... job, at least, is, is to to yeah. to choose where they go. Yeah, uh, and um, it's a group effort. Yeah, and their their heaven is uh, what what is it called? It's it's the Valhalla. Valhalla, Valhalla yeah. which is a, a very current game, also. Yeah, yep, <laughs> good stuff. Uh, did you guys have any other? predictions before we wrap things up any other things any other thoughts about where ragnarok's gonna go um uh, Thor and odin are gonna be the villains ish spoilers enemies ish. spoilers yeah. uh, <laughs> they were i think i think we'll hear again from uh, freya for sure oh, oh for yes 100 sure. <laughs> yeah because they left that i open. think i think thor and freya will be the main bosses, I kind of have a feeling they're going to make a trilogy out this again. So 
I'm going to say so. Freya and Thor are going to be the main villains in the second. And uh, Odin and maybe Atreus are going to be the villains in the third, third one. They better mm-hmm. bring back uh, Cinder or Shinder or Sunder, whatever. Oh, Sindri? Yeah. Sindri and Brock. Sindri. Yeah. Sindri. Sindri. Like, oh, I can't I remember. I can yeah, I hit my shinder. Shin and Brock. C- cinder and brick. I want to see, you know, now that they're working together. I love the dynamic between them too, because they're like, ha, huh, he does he he does crap work. And he does crap work. And now they're mm-hmm. finally together. Uh, and I wonder what they're going to come up with in the second game. Because they're gonna think, they're gonna be back to give them more gear and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they need to make like a mech for Kratos to use, and he like and when he rages, he just jumps in it like Megazord, and right. he just crushes his foes. Here's no, here's some nunchucks. <laughs> nunchucks? That's the best you come up with? No, you're fired. You're, no, you're, you're going big. I'm going like, hey, they have like hey. a block of stone. Like, I don't know if they can make a mech. Hey, here's some marbles. He's getting old. Yeah. All they need to do, this is a block of stone, one hammer. There's your mech. Dink. Got it. Yep, there's your mech. Dink. <laughs> So one last prediction and theory that I want to throw out there. I talked to Chris about this earlier. Uh, throughout the game, they, they talk about all kinds of Norse gods. One of the ones they talk about is named Tyr, and he is the Norse god's oh, god yes. of war. And he is uh, he's known as also the, the peaceful god of war and also the emissary to many other uh, nations, mythological realms and such and i think that kratos is tear and that they're going to reveal him to be the the norse god of war because uh of time travel and because kratos is turning over a new leaf and trying to break the cycle and tear is known as someone uh, a man or a god of peace uh, and i think that that kratos is going to try to go that direction for his son and uh, because of the time travel, because of like we talked about earlier, because the world serpent is Loki's creation or offspring or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, and now he's in the past with them, fully grown and stuff. Like the fact that you know there's time travel involved, Kratos could definitely become uh, a, be interpreted as mm-hmm. a Norse god, even if he's not. Like it's just going to be more like the way he's portrayed or seen later on but there's a lot of the murals and stuff that depict here that he's like he has an axe at his waist uh he has uh wrappings on his his forearms like kratos um there's different things that they drop that that i think are subtle connections to kratos where he could be uh tier so was sorry tim uh was tier a giant or was he just helping the giants he was helping the giants. helping the giants and and those those drawings in Jotunheim were there before they did all those things. So yeah. they're they're clearly able to draw uh, to to draw the future and and that's that's a really interesting te- theory. Uh, and any time I would hear about Tyr in those in those drawings and and what Mimir was talking about, it was he really looked like a like a cool dude like a really nice god and the only nice god before atreus uh he's he's the only one that was uh for for peace and 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 trying to go against odin and hide the giants and everything he's he's uh you know he 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 was a savior for the giants so it's 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 really cool if that's actually where it's going <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. That totally that totally uh, makes sense. Uh, and thank you for spoiling it for me. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> yep. Now uh, it's ruined for everyone. So you're. If that comes I'm true, gonna... I'm going to no, be what, it, what Chris was a minute ago. It totally makes sense because in my mind, I'm like, Tyr is this either fallen god or he's a god that's no longer around. And because of that, if that is actually Kratos and this whole time travel and the giants and him kind of turning over that, you know, a new leaf and basically like, hey, why don't we all live in peace? I've done this God of War stuff and it has broken me and I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to raise Loki or Atreus the way I was brought up. Um, because I've lost a family. I don't want that to happen to you. I don't want it to happen to me again. And, uh, so if that is like that cyclical uh, roundabout way of doing that, where he just doesn't know that he's tier yet, um, would be really interesting and how they're going to kind of tell that story. Right. Um, I think that would be a fantastic way to end uh the the series of him being a god of peace which yeah, would be just like sure. a a really w- good way to end it um yeah. and but what does that what does that mean with that mural of right. him dying yeah and exactly. atreus is right there so yep. maybe maybe atreus doesn't kill him maybe it's just like that's that's like the end of his cycle but there's mm-hmm. still peace and atreus is gonna take oh i don't know i don't know but that totally uh i really like that theory and that prediction yeah maybe he's gotta die uh as kratos to be reborn in the past as tear anything can happen my brain's hurting yeah (laughs) tim's face i wish i could think of (laughs) yeah whatever they whatever they do uh it's going to be it's going to be good if they if they make half the game of what this game is the game is going to be great yeah yeah Yeah. for sure all right uh well that's prediction do you think it's actually going to come out in 2021 i think there's no no way no they haven't even talked about it like they said it was going to be 2021 last summer and unless they do like uh a, a surprise thing like hey we're we know it's coming out in 2021 we're not gonna we're not gonna announce it till september like hey it's coming mm-hmm. out this holiday okay now. but there's been no talk no updates on anything which is totally fine with me stop yeah. saying things are gonna come out in a year and then delay it because that's what we're yeah. seeing with 90 percent of the games or drop hot trash. Just, just be like, hey, ruins hey, it. we're working on this game. Sorry, it's Cyberpunk. Gonna, it's it's going to come out when it's ready. We're not yep. going to do yeah. a Cyberpunk thing. They ruined it for everyone. We're going to we're gonna take our time, and we don't want our our game to be pulled from the PlayStation yeah. store. <laughs> I think, actually, Cyberpunk sealed the deal that it would get delayed to beyond 2021, because now all the developers, Everyone's everybody else is like, I don't. they're going to get gun shy. They're going to be like, I don't want to do that. I, I'd be surprised if Horizon comes out this year. Yeah. Because we have not seen anything except for that one trailer. And God of War, all we've seen is the Omega symbol. That's it. Right. Ragnarok's coming. Which Ragnarok. is fine. Don't show me anything. No, mm-hmm. don't That's stop. True. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I yeah. really would love show it. Show us stuff if they just and then four released years it. later it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Although there good, might uh... be PS5s by then. 
<laughs> there might be available PS5. I sure hope so. I really want to get one someday. Uh, yeah. So any other predictions? All hearts clear? All hearts mm-hmm. clear. Fantastic. Well, that's it, guys. Uh, we have said all there is to say. So on to the next stage of Ragnarok, whatever year that comes out. All right. I'm just going to throw out the quiz, quick housekeeping as always. Rate and review us on the podcast app of your choice. Check us out on Discord, Twitter, Twitch, email if you're old school. Like me, you can call us 929-GMG-GUYS. Uh, ask a question, uh, share a comment, let your voice be heard, all those good things. Uh, yeah. So, Pat and Tim. Oh, and Chris. Did you guys know we're also uh, we're on Patreon? And you can throw a dollar in the tip jar if you want. $3, $5. $10, get a personal message from us of thanks, uh, whatever you want to do, it would be greatly appreciated. And uh, with that, I think that covers it. So you, our beloved joiners, friends, family, go get your good morning this week. And may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you gain.